0: Last time on day players, motherfuckers. The Gryon, a secret society established to maintain the boundaries between worlds, choose worthy teens with attitude, as champions imbued with the spirits of ancient warriors. The morning bell rings at Jote, private school of spuries.
1: Hi everybody, I play Cassandra Stone, a 17 year old who is on the swim team.
0: Today
2: I'm going to be playing Kiba Jolte, normal human student, class representative.
1: Hi everybody, I'm going to be
3: playing Brittany Hawthorne, runs the yearbook.
0: An image-dirty cloaked figures sitting at a worn, circular table. Star Slayers, a portal has opened. A threat from another world has come into your humble town. You must steal them back from whence they came. Star Slayers, shine on. And And
2: stick stick together. together. What is our relationship with these people? These thousand-year-old heroes just taking over our bodies? I guess having a sense of purpose is nice sometimes. Maybe we should just be transformed all the time.
1: I have thoughts
0: for my current math teacher, Mr. Fisher. Cassie, um, would you mind if I talk to you for a minute?
1: Mr. Fisher, I love you! Whoa!
0: That's not what I was going to say. I was going to tell you that I'm on the Grion Council. Watch goes off.
1: i book it out of the room crying. Ugh. Ugh. Perfect! so i think we go and meet
3: up on the roof because that was our previous
1: meeting
2: yes that's the spot why
1: don't we just have convenient tv magic and we all just run into each other in the hall perfect we're gonna be the only
2: people in the halls
1: there's nobody in the halls yeah
2: there's nobody in the halls you're running so you might as well just yeah (gasps)
1: intersection yeah what's the message
3: yeah
2: what's going on we've never gotten one of these during the daytime before
3: i know
1: so weird i know well shall we
0: damn cass are you okay no! No, I mean, I mean, like,
1: she's upset! You know, we should just look. It's fine. I'll be fine. Cass! I may have done something bad. What did what? you do? I confessed he... to Mr. Fisher. No, Damn, Cassie! what? Oh my god, but it's so much worse, you guys. You oh. guys!
3: Yeah, he's like oh,
2: 35. He's ancient.
1: He has gray hair, girl.
2: Isn't he, like, married? Nah, he's not married. I changed my mind.
1: You got... He's on the council. What? He's not
2: on the student council. That's for students.
1: <laughs> the Gryon council? The Gryon council. What? <laughs> he told me... I thought we were going to say love each other, and then he didn't say Oh, that. Cass.
2: I thought those guys were aliens for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Cassandra pull yourself together. We have to receive this message and go fight. Can you do that? I guess. I promise. When we come back, we'll talk about Mr. Fisher together, okay?
1: Okay, I guess you do know what it's like to be crushed by your love.
3: Okay, everybody.
1: Wrists in.
0: You'll feel a lot better after kicking some ass. Everything lights up. Well, I mean remember it's message time, but But
1: nobody's
0: yeah. in the halls. Yeah, sure. What? Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Halls are in
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: The holograms, the lights, everything. The short version. <laughs> yes. The council's there with one empty seat. Oof. Because it's during the day. So, council's there, one empty wait, seat.
1: Are you telling me are i you telling me these people just They have just day jobs? They don't have day jobs? Or they do day do? maybe
0: they work from home and they're like, Oh shit, I'm i got to go send out a message and we put wait, the phone down. <laughs>
1: they're like Dev Eaters where they get the symbol and they're just like poof where they need
2: to be, but I keep. work the graveyard shift at a junkyard. I can I have very flexible hours.
4: Don't <laughs> no worry,
2: I they, can just record my message from the booth. This is <laughs> why they one,
1: have no money because they can never work because we have to be their beck right. and call. Right?
2: One of them has just got like a kid just like, I couldn't get to sit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh my God. I'm on board. I like, okay, alright.
0: <laughs> Obviously the image of there only being one seat empty is pretty good. Yeah, yes. But let's say there's a few empty seats. Sure. So another cloak figure stands up. Star Slayers. I'm afraid that We have an emergency on our hands.
3: Okay, what happened?
0: There's another portal opening. And we're afraid that it's a little close to your school. Oh no! How close? It's in the pool.
3: Oh my god, Cass!
1: What do we do? This is gonna ruin swim practice, the only other good thing in my life! Dude, focus!
0: But you need to get over there as soon as you can.
1: Let's
3: go! go.
0: And you run off to, and I want it to be outdoors. Yeah. Yes, definitely. You run off to the outdoor pool. As you run through the halls, the empty halls, everyone is packed into the gym. The screen divides into thirds, and you each go through your transformation sequence, but all at the same time, so that it saves the budget for the animators. (laughs) And then you burst through the door to the pool. And you are greeted. By calm waters.
3: Well, let's look around.
0: No foe
2: can stay hidden from me for very long. And I will do my thing, my ranger thing, where I see how many constructs are within a mile of me.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, You draw the circle, you drop the sand. There is one in this room.
2: This doesn't make sense. My my magic show me that... There's a construct in this very room, but all I see is this placid pool.
0: Amongst the still waters, nothing even out of place. There are the nets for cleaning the pool up on the wall still, boxes of kickboards. There are the line lanes, still connected as they normally are from after swim practice. And the little chlorine floaty box thing. Just kind of gently in the middle of the pool, bobbing slightly up and down. I
1: cast mage armor.
0: There
1: you go. What does your
0: mage armor look like?
1: Jagged pieces of of uh, coral that just kind of descend down my arm. Cool. I've got a sea turtle shell breastplate and I've got more coral down my legs. It all just kind of like
0: Iron Man, like comes out and like slides over you. hmm
1: <laughs> Nice.
3: Neheba scurries lizard-like around the perimeter of the pool, knocking her tail into boxes and just sort of investigating haphazardly.
0: As you are circling the pool, trying to decipher what's going on and where this hidden threat is hiding, your tail gets a little too close to the water. You, there's just a little bit of a splash. Make a dex save.
3: Okay. Eighteen, so nineteen.
0: Pretty good. All right, pretty, pretty good. good. One of the lane lines whips up out of the pool. It tries to grab onto the end of your tail, but you pass the save.
3: My my spike on my tail caught through the rope, and I slither free. Fang,
1: Kaio, the water.
2: I yes. see our foe is kept
0: well hidden.
1: This foe is no match for me.
0: And then there is a great suction towards the middle of the pool. And now the pool skimmer at the very bottom starts to suck heavily, creating a whirlpool of water in the pool. And it is sucking so greatly that it is pulling things off of the walls. It's sucking in the kickboards, the nets. It's sucking in the fire extinguishers from the walls. You need to make a strength save. Strength save, okay. That is what it is. Is this a construct?
1: I thought we already said it was.
0: Yeah, it is. Great,
2: I get advantage on saves against it. Okay. 17. 25.
0: 19. Why don't you each just explain how you hold down? Because, let's be honest, you're outside the pool. It's a little slippery.
3: Uh, Neheba, I want my claws to sink, cut through the ground, and I'm... I'm yeah. grounded. I'm I ready. think
0: I think it's cooler if even if it's an outdoor pool and this isn't the case, there definitely are like some tile. Yeah. That way you can crunch it. Crunch. Tiles. Yeah. Great.
1: I hold on to the fence.
2: Fang slips. But as and as he's being sucked into the vortex, he fires two arrows through his own cape and saves himself oh, from going okay. any farther. Nice.
0: Right. That's clever. That's clever. After this great vacuum, the pool skimmer rises to the top. All of the junk associated with pools swirling around it, and you see the kickboards form a cushy outer shell. (laughs) Mm. The lane lines turn into long, flowing tentacles, and the pool skimmer itself, the large suction machine, forms a massive mouth, and you are now fighting a giant pool squid octopus monster.
2: Perfect. Does it have a cool name like the bookworm?
0: Codename Gloptopus. Now, in its fully realized form, using the suction, it shrieks. Like that high, you know, like that high-pitched, like... Yeah. It shrieks and blows and sucks. And it just is constantly doing one or the other. Roll for initiative.
2: 22. Two. It
0: turns out it's the same order as last time, including having the monsters go last. So let's start off with Fang top. I haven't
2: seen a gloptopus in over 500 years. I've- n- Wait, that's not my voice. What am I doing? I haven't seen a gloptopus in <laughs> over 500 years.
1: I've never seen one. I like to avoid them. They tend to be a nuisance in the ocean.
2: Well, there's no avoiding this. Have at you. And, okay, so creatures that haven't acted on the first turn, I get advantage against them. I'm also activating my hunter's ire, which means I get a bonus. D6 against this bad boy. Also, it is a construct, so I get plus 4. Alright, first things first. I think a fucking 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll get him. Okay, great. 12 total. On my first attack. Okay, I get advantage on this attack as well, but it's uh, a 21 to hit.
0: Yeah, that'll be enough.
2: 3 plus 8 is 11. Fire off a volley of arrows right into
0: his foul, cleaning heart. The arrows are able to pierce through the foam of the kickboards, but they're still pretty dense foam. So your arrows stick in, but you're not really causing a lot of damage. This is essentially a very thick hide.
2: My arrow's not as effective as usual. This may be a challenging foe. Come on, get him. I will on my next turn.
0: <laughs> next on Chikaiope.
1: Uh I cast Ray of Frost directly at the water.
0: Your freezing bolt will make it a little difficult for the Gloptopus. To move around, because you start, you're, you know, solidifying basically the the space that's floating on. I'll have that come out in giving advantage to the next people that attack. Nice, because it has less room to move around in. Nice. And speaking of the next people, wait, you should get, you gotta have some sort of one liner for that.
1: I do. Ice to meet you.
0: That's what I was thinking oh, of. Nice. Oh my god. Okay. What was yours? And there? then I end my turn. Moving on to Neheba.
1: I
3: jump to my feet and swing my tail in beast mode for a double attack to to try and shatter the parts of the gloptopus that is frozen.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So kind of aim down a little bit.
3: Yeah. All right. Fifteen.
0: I think fifteen's a little low. Okay. For the for the gloptopus because I'm thinking that the, the it's all padded.
3: But I'm shattering the ice. Oh, yeah, so that's true.
0: You are whacking down. Portion. I'll give it to you. Yes.
3: Ten. All
0: right. The second attack. I don't have advantage, right? Yeah. I'll say that you don't have advantage because you've broken you the ice and now it's Getting free slushy. again.
3: Six plus seven is
0: thirteen. Now that is a little low. Damn. Your tail bounces off all of the cushy kickboard padding. The gloptopus raises two of its rope and plastic tentacles that it is possessing, and one lashes out at Neheba. A whip crack! Ooh. It slaps across your chest. <laughs> For ten damage, we did it, just- it tries to coil okay. around. So, you can either make a dexterity save or a strength save.
3: How much does my danger sense give me?
0: So here's where it's fun. Danger sense gives you advantage on the dex save. So you would roll two d20s, but you would only get plus one to them. One
3: instead of just one. But so. you
0: could roll one and get seven.
3: I want to use my danger sense, so I'm going for it. Hell yeah! All right, so advantage on the d20s. <gasps> Net twenty, baby. Oh, that's a win.
2: Yeah. All right, it's a good. So the
3: coil tries to go up my leg. And with my sharp claws, I stomp down on the tentacle and rake my claws through it, cutting it off and killing its life force of the tentacle.
0: The the severed tentacle, the part that's still connected to the rest of the galoptopus, rears back and it it shrieks. But across the pool, another tentacle whips out at Kyle. So, first, the the brute force slap. It misses horribly. <laughs> nice. It tries to slam down on top of you, and instead it just clatters against the, the tile of the mm-hmm. side of the pool. And you don't need to make the save because it missed. Not as exciting when they just completely miss. Totally missed. But the shrieking vacuum mouth turns to Fang, Ooh. and it begins... To suck. the a deep suck. I've never felt it before. Make another strength save.
2: Is this an attack or an ability, would you say? Just hypothetically. I oh guess
0: God. I would call it an ability.
2: Oh, that's great. I have advantage on those against well, my chosen foes of constructs. That's oh, a 22.
0: All right. You and your
2: advantage... I've still got the arrows on, in my, on my cape. It's true. I stood up. The cape's still on the ground. Arrow's still there. I just let it hang. Yeah. What's the matter?
0: You can't suck me up. <laughs>
4: <sighs> <laughs>
0: wow. The kickboards that are the gloptopus's eyebrows angle down into angry eyebrows <laughs> as, it, as it, it fails once again to suck up anything. And you hear a click, and instead of sucking, it switches to blowing. Nice. And that will come out next time. Okay. All right. Back to Fang at the top of the order.
2: My arrows are not as effective as I would like them to be. I must learn more about my foe. I'm going to use Hunter's Sense. Several times per day, I can stare at an enemy and discern everything about it. Vulnerabilities, immunities, resistances, basically how best to hurt it. Is how long does it take, book. though? One action.
0: Oh, okay. That's really it's,
2: I can only do it a number of times, uh, same as my wisdom modifier. Okay. Um, my eyes get a little golden fiery flare to them, and in my vision, the monster is outlined in gold and yellow, kind of like a scanning situation.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: What do my tiefling eyes see?
0: As I mentioned before, it has the kickboard foam padding on most of its body. Yeah. It will basically resist any sort of, like, bludgeoning sure because it'll hit the foam bounce off also due to how wet it is any sort of fire thing is gonna not really do much it also due to all of the water and the conductivity and it also being at its core an electronic device any sort of lightning would be effective
2: lightning of course i'll turn to kayo and say kayo you must summon the thunder summon the storm and vanquish this gloptopus
0: we move on to Kaya. You you hear the message loud and clear.
1: My staff is raised, and I pointed at the beast, thunderous beings that rage the seas. I borrow your power, and I cast a lightning bolt. Electricity. Wow. The Galoptimus has to make a dexterity save.
0: Okay. Does pretty fucking well, but no one can truly dodge a full-on lightning bolt coming right at them. So it still takes half damage. Let's say that the conductivity of some of the metal parts, the electricity, and all the water around makes it kind of hard to not hit it. So go ahead and roll damage. Oh, eight. That's right. It
1: takes 25 damage.
0: And it will take half because it succeeded, but double because it's weak. <laughs> Shaboom.
1: <laughs> By the power of school. yippee Kaye, mother sucker.
0: <laughs> the bolt of lightning hitting the gloptopus kind of shuts down the pool skimmer apparatus in the middle. The galoptopus wheezes in and out, trying to suck, trying to blow, and just not getting anything. It suddenly, you see just slightly the expression of all of the kickboards comprising its face change to fear, and it starts crawling its way out of the pool and it's making a break for it.
4: Oh, shit.
0: Because okay. it is not the water. Ooh. It's all the other shit that it's possessing. It reaches back with one of the tentacles and just tears through, like, 30 feet of the chain link fence surrounding mm-hmm. the outside pool. Okay. And now, what do you do? Neheba.
3: Neheba's eyes glow with rage. Oh, and right. her snout and... Teeth elongate into the bite beast mode. She hefts her great axe from her back and slithers quickly after the gloctopus. She swings the great axe for a double attack, going twice over her head to land each blow. 18 mm. plus seven?
0: That's definitely a hit.
3: Okay, so 12.
0: 12, all right. You cleave in for the first hit.
3: Okay. And second hit. Oof.
0: 14. 14's a little low. The second attack is not able to get through. The the soft and cushy exterior.
1: It has no soft underbelly.
0: It has no soft underbelly. It's equally soft all around actually. (laughs)
1: Okay. Making it
3: strong. So the ax cleaves through on the first swing and as I set up for the next one, it just bounces off in the wrong place because it's squishy and everything's moving. Yeah. Um, and I fly back.
1: It's got that really funny, like when you tap like a flan, a flan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's kind of
0: around jiggly.
3: Around. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> if only I had a real razor clam.
0: And after you, Neheba, we go back to the galoptopus, which is going to, it is going to hoist itself out of the pool A big splash as the water is dissipated and then comes back. It is using the tentacles that it has left to claw its way out onto the football field. Which, since you're all students here, I'll remind you. The football field is right on the outside of the gym.
3: Uh Uh-oh. Is it leaving a trail of shit that we have damaged?
0: Oh, absolutely, yes. There are weirdly cut triangles and squares of kickboard foams here yeah, and there and it... also frayed rope. It spends its whole turn on crawling mm-hmm. away from all of you, and now we return to Fang.
2: My god is headed straight for the pep rally! We can't let it get its tentacles on those students! And I'm gonna cast ensnaring strike,
0: oh. which is
2: a fun thing that I have that where basically I enchant an arrow one of my beautiful blue portal arrows and i send it flying to the creature 27 hit that'll hit okay level
1: six is so good
2: yeah it's pretty great uh it has to make a
0: i believe it's a strength
2: strength save and is it a large creature yes okay it has advantage
0: on the save okay what is your spell save DC? my spell save is 13. it will succeed Okay. The, what is it, Vines?
2: No, it's blue. It's little blue clamps. S- same aesthetic as the blue portals but that try to hold it down onto the ground. But.
0: Okay. They, they all latch on just as expected. Everything is functioning. But the massive gloptopus, it is just this big squishy ball. It is able to shrug off half. And then with only being held down by a few, it pulls its way out of the rest. Ugh, oh,
2: my magic's not strong enough. Fortunately, that still does damage. So <laughs> it's going to do 1d8 plus a d6. 5 plus 8 is 13 for my first attack. And then I'm going to launch another arrow at it. Of- we have to stop the gloptopus. Stop the glop. Uh, 19 to hit? Yeah. Excellent. And 1d8 plus 8 is 9 damage. And I'm going to be running after it as well. That's it for me. My magics didn't
0: work. Kyle.
1: I run after the beast and, and cast Ray of Frost. Nine.
0: So it's nine total. You fire off a bolt, but just due to its size, it's still moving pretty quick, and it is able to scramble forward and get out of the way of your, your bolt of freeze.
1: Oh no, that didn't hit. What do we do? Don't worry.
3: I got it.
0: Let's see if you do. You're up next.
3: I'm going to use my bestial soul to climb up and as I go, I'm biting the whole foam and everything and just tearing it apart.
0: Nice. Yeah, you're like a rabid dog. I'm like a oh.
1: rabid dog. 90s reference. You're like one of those wind up sets of teeth. <laughs> yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah! Okay. All right. So you jump on, make an attack roll for your biting.
3: Okay, attack roll for biting. Oh. Net 20 Another one! Ooh, God yes. damn!
0: All right, you chomp Someone's on it. Someone's
3: got a hit. It's 15.
0: That's right. Strange? Nice. Okay. okay, 15. Big okay, money. you tear in.
3: 17.
0: Yeah, that's still enough to get in. You're really tearing in.
3: Alright. 12 damage. Dang. Jeez, okay. Slice and dice, baby.
0: With that last bit, you tear deeper and deeper. You all jump on, slowing it down, trying to keep it away from basically all of your friends, classmates, and teachers all packed into this one room just behind a wall. And you pull and tug, you cut, you slash, you shoot arrows, you shoot more magic. It steadily gets smaller as it just starts to disintegrate. Foam all across the football field. Pool floaties falling. I didn't say anything about the pool to pool noodles. There's pool noodles inside. Those are the guts.
3: Now they're oh, no. coming out. <laughs> like linked sausages. Ugh
0: and as as it starts to deflate big foam form, it lashes out with one tentacle.
1: Lashes out with a tentacle, I launch my trident.
0: With its last wheeze, it reaches out with a tentacle to try and grab on to the door of the gym, and then the trident comes flying in and forks it to the ground.
3: Nice.
2: A good save, Kyle. That would have been very bad if that
0: door opened. And then you hear the bell. And the prep rally is over. The door is open. And all of the student body comes out to see basically their entire pool destroyed. And you three, weird monster people, (laughs) standing on the football field. Comrades, we must run!
2: I cast darkness! (laughs) Uh, In a 30 foot circle, an impenetrable black darkness, inky darkness, sprays out from me. Hopefully, confusing the massive students, I grab my two companions and I pull them directly away from everything to go hide in like. The forest or somewhere like that okay. the forest. i mean there's no forest. i think the campus. parking lot the parking lot greenhouse shed. go hang it no i like the idea of us hiding in the parking lot these three ancient heroes hiding behind like a chevy yeah
4: being like... okay, yeah
2: okay so i'm gonna pull them to the parking lot to hide amongst the cars okay
0: uh i mean yeah we don't need a roll for this this is darkness they cannot see through the darkness mm-hmm. so you hear all of the different reactions... Should we do it? ...that the student council can have. They're, they're, you hear the hooting and hollering. You hear people that are just confused. And you, two, and you three take off towards the parking lot.
2: Fang! Follow Fang! This way, friends. We will hide behind this... explorer.
3: Ugh! I hit my head on something. It's reflective?
0: Okay. You three are hiding in the parking lot... Now is your chance to switch back without anybody seeing you. Okay, puff of smoke, puff of smoke. Brittany and Cassandra, you return to your normal human forms, but Kiba is not as forthcoming.
2: Uh, Something something is wrong. Kiba will not return.
3: Oh my gosh, we'll get him to come back.
2: I, I am trying. (laughs) Here I am, hitting my communicator as many times as I can.
3: Kiba! Kiba!
2: My god, it's not that he cannot return. He does not want to.
1: Brittany, oh my god, Did, did Kiba drive today? Do we know his car? I don't know.
2: I... I'm reaching into... I'm reaching into Kiba's mind. It's very fuzzy. But I think that's... that's his bright red Mustang with flames on it over there.
0: Wait a minute! No,
2: wait. I get driven to school in the limo. To I'll I tell know. you what.
0: Samson. If you want to roll for it, maybe he did drive today. Seventeen. It's pretty high. All right. You did drive to school today. Excellent. It's Wednesday, hump day. You know, you want to have a little fun. I believe Kiba did drive to
2: school today, but unfortunately, his keys are locked in his own corporeal form. Oh my god! I guess they would be because <laughs> you work with everything. That's
1: even funnier.
2: <laughs> okay. We need some way to. Turn on this vehicle's engine. I am not familiar with the magics of your world.
1: Brittany, we should we should just go back to Mr. Fisher. I bet he says. Oh, Courtney. girl,
3: go, go, girl, girl. Yeah. It okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Fang. Yes. We're gonna stay here, and Cassie's gonna go get. Or Cass, do you do know. you want to go get Fisher? Should oh, I?
1: I can't. It's fine. This is kind of a do or die situation.
3: Okay.
1: I can be strong.
3: You can. Okay, go get Mr. Fisher and meet us back here.
1: Okay. And off
3: off
0: she runs. Okay. Let's just follow Cassandra. You are running back towards the school. Do you go back towards the chaos? Or do you want to go around the school to get to a different entrance?
1: I'll go into the fray. (laughs)
0: Okay. Go into the fray. You run back through the park through the rest of the parking lot. Let's say you go like around one of the corners of the school to the destroyed pool and the football field. At this point, the darkness has dissipated that Fang cast for you through to originally escape. There are a bunch of security guards standing around trying to get people away from like the mess. And there are all of the different pieces of the gloptopus that are still scattered all over the place. There are still a few kids running around, throwing things, getting into things. And someone calls out over to you. It is Headmaster Collingsworth. (laughs) Cassandra, what are you doing over there? We need everyone to line up in a fire drill procedure right now. Don't make me send a security guard over there. I... uh...
1: I'm sorry. I, um, before my mom, uh, went to work, uh, she had to drop off some, some, some pads. I needed them, and I have them, and I need to go to the bathroom right now.
0: I would like you to roll a deception check.
1: That's either a six or a nine, I never know.
0: Either is too low. I, I know. So. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but you're going to have to go stand in line. Don't worry, we'll all be outside. What does that have to do with it? What I does it have to do with stupid it? Stupid man, that's what it yeah. is. I
1: won't muck up the inside floor, just <laughs> Great. the outside floor.
0: Come on, Cassandra, rules are rules. But, I can't be having some students inside and some outside in the middle of an emergency.
1: Well, what if, uh, what if one of the security guards takes me to the bathroom?
0: Hmm. Mm. Persuasion check.
1: Oh, 16.
0: Okay. Hmm. Oh, okay, I guess so. I wouldn't want to have some sort of news media thing because I wouldn't let a child go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then he waves over a security guard, sends you in, let's say, through the pool doors, I guess.
1: Okay, so Just like into a, into a locker room?
0: Hmm, you know what? That's a good idea. Locker room is like the closest bathroom because of the outdoor pool. The security guard opens the door to the locker room Okay, go on in. Thank you. And then they walk in with you, close the door, and they say, you yeah, know, well, head on back.
1: You're not supposed to be in here.
0: The headmaster told me to keep an eye on you, though. I need to make sure that I don't lose you for another reason or some sort of emergency pops up.
1: You can trust me, wink.
0: Oh. <laughs> I think just another persuasion. Go for it.
1: Oh, ten.
0: Very cute. Come on, just go back there. Okay. Do your business. So what I'm imagining, it's like like, ro- like two rows of lockers. And then like
1: showers. and
0: And then there's like showers and then there's bathroom stalls. Mm-hmm. You can get into one of the bathroom stalls, mm-hmm. but it's not like the security guard has a direct view.
1: But they would be able to
0: hear. They would be able to hear you.
1: Okay. How far from the other door am I? The other door to lean f- to go from the school into the locker room versus from mm,
0: the pool to the Okay, fair, yeah. fair. It is in between the stall that the security guard expects you to go to and the security guard. It's like a T.
1: Cassandra nods to the security guard, acknowledging that I have a thing to do. Okay. But instead, she runs towards the door.
0: Okay. Then you, we will begin the chase. With the security guard right behind you. And now let's cut back to the parking lot.
2: Brittany, I must try to contact Cable within me, but I fear that the ritual may be intrusive.
3: Intrusive? Like, surgically?
0: <laughs> Keep going. Cable's <Keep> inside! <laughs>
1: It was all inside you all along. My
2: God, the friendship was inside you. Okay, no, please, Brittany. Nothing so violent. I just may need you to provide a small distraction as I undergo the ritual.
3: You're not gonna, not gonna, not gonna hurt Kiba, right?
2: Of course not. I feel a bond with Kiba, much unlike a brother that I've never met before. He must be protected at all costs. He thinks greatly of you.
3: Oh, okay Ooh. okay. Um yeah, what what kinda distraction are you talking about?
2: That is up to you, Brittany. You have the hero spirit inside of you, and I'm not talking about Neheba. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. the ritual must go. <laughs> <Ki-ba> <laughs> and he's he's gently spinning in a circle. Pooping out little bits of that golden dust that he uh, uses.
0: Yeah, a <laughs> trademark
2: forming a best. little circle around him. Key. And it's very loud. It's very loud.
0: Yeah, it's like someone yelling <laughs> in the parking lot. It's like it's almost like someone's yelling at the top of their voice in the parking lot. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Uh, do you want time to think of your distraction, and we'll cut back?
3: I think I want a little information about what is happening. Yeah. So there's the sound, and then what are people's reactions? Yeah, like, are people looking over? Are people coming over? Like, are people okay. leaving to go home? Because like like ha- all the students are over <laughs> oh, no. by the gym. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> wait, they're all, wait, they're all getting lined up.
0: That, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So around the corner from where the parking lot is, the rest of the student body, because the students are getting lined up, around the corner in the just the all-encompassing fire drill whenever something happens. They are getting in long lines, and some of them now can look around the corner of the school
4: Mm. because
0: they're they're steadily stretching their viewpoint. So there are a few people that maybe if the yelling continues they will be like, what's going on over there? <laughs> I'll say that's your struggle.
4: <sighs> okay. Oh my God.
0: As you see the lines of students getting longer and longer, a few people start to turn their heads, but they're obviously not allowed to leave the line because this is part of the emergency. But you do see a familiar face come over anyway. It is the, the short, creakety, old form... Of Mrs. Barber, she starts to come over. She puts her hand up to cover her eyes from the sun because it is like that early afternoon. Brittany, is what are you doing in the parking lot? Uh, wait, you need to come line up right now.
3: Okay, so I jog over. Brittany jogs over. Okay. Hi, Mrs. Barber. Um, well, uh, yeah. So, uh, just uh, don't worry about don't worry about everything over here. You know. Do you?
0: Do you mean that sound? What? Yeah! What? <laughs> yeah,
3: you know, it's just...
0: Is there someone out there in the parking lot with you? I- it sounds like someone screaming at the top of their lungs.
3: No, don't worry about that. It's just, uh, my carburetor and my spark plug and- Oh!
0: Yes! Oh, carburetor, yes! I- I've had the same problem myself many times. All of my flanges, and, and I, it's been thousands of miles since an oil change.
3: Oh, that's that's bad. Yeah, same here. So I just I just got to deal with
0: this. Okay, go ahead and roll for deception. Six. Yeah, you know what? I think she's just going to pull you away. She's like, okay, well, you can deal with that later. Come on, you have to come line up.
3: Uh, okay. I guess Brittany goes and lines up.
0: All right. As Brittany goes, Fang still undergoing the (laughs) ritual. And now we return. The door bursts open of the locker room. Sandra is running with the security guard hot on your heels. What do you do?
1: To impede the security guard from running after me, I whip out my Juicy Couture uh, fragrance. And I just spray it right in his eyes.
0: Mmm, okay. I think the security guard would make a dexterity save equivalent Uh for either getting out of the way or just closing their eyes fast enough. (laughs) Okay. The eyes closed quickly, but the security guard still lets out a, ah, what is that? With their eyes closed, they're going to try to grab you. And only a six for the security guard, so eyes closed makes it difficult to grab onto moving teenagers. (laughs) Your turn again. You move further away. Security guard's eyes are still closed. What do you do? You're running down the hall.
1: I'm down the hall, so I did make it out of the locker room? Yes. Okay. I run down the hall, and I pull one of the school's actual fire alarms.
0: I guess that hasn't happened yet, has it? (laughs) Okay. All right. The, the bell rings and it is just ringing constantly now. And you've I mean, removed two of his senses.
2: <laughs> he cannot see, he cannot
0: hear. The bell starts ringing. The security guard, who did not see you do it because their eyes were closed in defense, they are now, ah, they react to the explosion of sound all around them. And as Tommy said, you, you've taken away two of their most useful senses. I think that's enough. You're able to turn a corner, and as you disappear off camera, we see the security guard wiping their eyes, looking left, looking right, not sure which way you ran, and you've escaped. Nice. And now we'll cut back to Brittany. You're now in line, and you can still hear Fang yelling.
1: Did the fire, did the, did the bells help?
0: But now that the fire alarm is going off, Uh. everyone is like, oh, oh, is it, was this, is this just a drill now? Like, is the school actually on fire? Everyone's already there. Everyone's talking, volume increases, the, the, the fang yelling is, is basically covered up. Do you, Brittany? want to try and get out of line and get back to Fang. Yeah. What would you like to start with?
3: Uh, just make a break for it.
0: I'll have you roll a deception check, but with advantage because the firearm going off, now everyone, including the security guards and the staff, mm. the teachers, I mean, they are actually like, wait, it's the firearms going off. Like that wasn't part of the whole situation. So everyone has their backs to you.
3: Okay. And- Fifteen.
0: Right, and you're a human, so we're just going to yeah. treat him as is. With the advantage, you have enough to sneak out. You, you're, you're watching, and nobody pays attention as you just kind of slip back.
3: And uh, sprint across the parking lot to get back towards Fang.
0: Okay. You're back under the Explorer, and I think at this point... <laughs> is the ritual done? I think the ritual's done.
2: Bah! The ritual was ineffective. Thank you for your sacrifice, Brittany. But Kiba is not coming out this day.
0: Back to Cassandra. In the halls, you have escaped from the security guard and you just so happen to be right outside Mr. Fisher's class. How fortunate.
1: Oh my gosh, perfect, I'm here.
0: You turn into the classroom and Mr. Fisher's not there? Shit. (laughs) Got him. But as you turn around to leave the empty classroom, you bump in right into Mr. Fishu, who also thought to come back to his classroom from the fire alarm being pulled and seeing the wreckage outside. So you bump into him, you fall down, legs spread, obviously.
1: <laughs> obviously. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: Cassandra, I'm I'm sorry and he, he puts the hand out.
1: <laughs> I I I I Cassandra jumps at the opportunity for skin to skin contact, grabs his hand with both hands, pulls herself up.
0: Slow-mo. But pulls him up with all of And it's the slow-mo with all of the you're blushing and he's got the wind in his hair and the flowers and, and the, the sparkles. Flowers, and, yes. and it's there's
1: like pastel pinks and yellows. Oh yeah. It's framing the shot.
0: But then as soon as you're up, I saw what happened outside, good work. But maybe next time, keep it a little more contained, you know? Like, what an asshole.
1: (sighs) Aw, geez. We're just trying our best, but um, we need help. Um, um, Fang can't transform, like, back into Kiba, and we don't know what to do.
0: Anything I can do to help, we can't do it here.
1: I came to find you because you thought we thought you might be able to uh, drive us to Keeba's house.
0: Keeba's house? But, I mean, aren't his parents going to be there? This is going to be hard to explain.
1: No, no. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they came to the donor pep rally today. Did they?
4: Probably.
0: Oh, you're right then. Let's just get out of here. And then hard cut to, to the parking lot. Mr. Fishers, what kind of car does he drive?
1: What was in the 90s. Like a oh, Pontiac? A Pontiac, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He yep.
0: rolls up in his Pontiac what color?
1: Oh, like...
0: Salmon. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he rolls
0: up in his salmon Pontiac. Uh,
1: that'd be the ugliest car.
0: <laughs> the door pops open, turns to Fang and Brittany crouching in the parking lot. Get in!
3: We gotta go, Fang!
0: This gentleman seems to be an ally of
2: justice. I will enter your strange rolling box.
1: My eggs are very small.
2: No, that's better. Perfect. Fine. We're right. going to be
1: crammed in
3: clown. there.
2: I am six foot five. This will pose some problems for me. Wow, six five, huh?
1: That's okay, ah! Fang.
2: With the horns.
0: Oh yes. Oh, so then... This is it a
1: roll for fitting in a clown
0: <laughs> Well... Wait, okay, you... I got this.
1: Okay. I got this. That's okay, Fang. We'll just put the sun
3: roof down for you.
0: A roof of the sun? How noble. <laughs> Great. You all cram into the car, sunroof back, horns sticking out of the top,
4: <laughs>
0: and the vroom drives off of the school parking lot onto the road, and let's be honest, keep his family, the, the Jote clan, the biggest in town. He knows where he's going. And you just pull up to a stoplight downtown, and the horns are just poking out just a little bit of the, the pink salmony colored Pontiac.
3: So, Mr. Fisher... Council member, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. supposed to be a secret.
3: Cat's out of the bag.
0: Yeah.
2: Brittany, do you mean uh, Sir Fisher here is a member of the Gryon Council? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Fang. I, I guess you've never seen me. I've only seen you. My god, if you will attempt to, with the seatbelt on, in the Pontiac, like, kneel, like, uh, (laughs) a member of the ground council to think that you would be here in plain sight with me, it is an honor to meet a defender of the
0: world. Uh, Yes, fang, fang, that's that's fine, just don't don't scrape against the hood any more than you need to. None of us are wearing hoods. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) While you're stopped at the red light, a, let's call them a delinquent... 12 year old with the backwards red baseball cap and a big backpack and super tall socks. And a Walkman. <laughs> and, a wa- and a Walkman. Jinko on. jeans. And no, no Jinko jeans. Too young. 12 is too young for Jinkos. This child delinquent rolls by clattering on a orange and lime green skateboard. That youth there is on a
2: rolling vehicle board that is much smaller than your rolling vehicle. Why does the youth not operate a Pontiac, as you have described it?
3: Oh, you know, that's just like how some kids like to get around. You know, to go to like the arcade or like the smoothie or, you know, catch a flick.
2: Ah, I have heard of these flicks. Dangerous little birds with venomous beaks. And this child is of a good battling age to be fighting a flick.
1: I just lean out the window and go, Hey, stop staring, it's rude!
0: Big, sure. big bubblegum bubble. Yep. And the light changes, and you drive off to the Jotai Mansion.
2: Good luck at the battle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the car pulls up to the gate mm-hmm. of the Jotai Mansion. Of course. A voice, not familiar to anyone in the car, comes onto the intercom, but we all know that it is Samson, the butler. Oh, uh, hello.
3: Hey, Samson. Um, this is Brittany Hawthorne, uh, and, and Cassandra Stone, um, and our friend, and our, and our teacher. Um, so we just have, like, a quick thing we need to do for Kiba. Would you mind opening the gate for us?
0: Uh, Master Kiba is, I'm afraid, at school, which I'm pretty sure is where all of you should be. Including you, Mr. Fisher.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's really complicated. We just really need your help. Because, you know, we have this situation with Kiba. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's kind of urgent. Um, one moment. And
0: he clicks off. And there is a noticeable pause. He's clearly thinking to himself. And then you hear the whir as the gate. The electronic gate mechanism. Mm. And it slides open. And the um, Pontiac right drives up to the front door of the mansion. You all hop out. There, it's plenty secluded in here. Sure. So don't worry about, like... Because,
3: like, well, a hedge well, maze and well, stuff. What will my neighbors yeah. think? We're
0: on don't worry about that. Exactly. Yeah. Is state. Exactly. This isn't a state. It's big, there's fence. Yeah, there's fence, there's bush. We got it all. But once you do all get out of the car, the front door opens. And you see Samson standing at the top. Bewildered at the fact that there's, like, a demon... <laughs> like at the front
2: Noble Samson I have heard much about you. It is a pleasure to
0: finally meet you.
3: Uh don't mind him Samson uh this is the situation.
0: Samson steps back <laughs> leaves the door open and you all rush inside. Samson yeah. ushers everyone into the foyer. Um uh, please have have a seat I suppose. Um would you like anything to drink? I Yes, I suppose I'm entertaining to some degree.
1: Sure. What you got?
0: Oh, well, I'm I'm afraid I haven't gone shopping in a while. The only thing I can truly offer you is one of these refreshing guayaki yerba mate. That sounds like a wondrous
2: potion. Please allow me to sample it. Oh, it's no potion. It's actually a
0: cultural beverage from South America. Even better. I have much to learn about your world. (laughs) He... Steps back, opens a, a tiny fridge of prepared beverages for the, the, the foyer guests, and he pulls out a tall yellow can with green highlights. I hope that they have mint in your world.
2: Ah, a perfect flavor. Let us sample your wares. Ah, oh, it's a good sample. Choice. My god. What a flavor. Delicate sugar. Mint. I would never even guess as caffeinated.
3: So, Cass, you want to maybe explain?
0: You explain everything. To oh, say. okay, yeah. cool. I, I knew that Master Kiba was leading some sort of double life. I knew that there was danger involved, but I mean, this is just very weird. And you, look at you, your big demon man. I can't believe that my little boy is inside of you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Quite 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 a turn of words there, noble butler, but... Yes, Kiba's corporeal form has been locked deep within my subconscious. I have been trying to draw him out, but... It seems that he has little to attach him to this world. I sense deep confusion
0: and regret. Yes, I could have seen this coming in a less adventurous way, I suppose. The boy's parents are preoccupied with their their businesses and their lives and I'm afraid that sometimes it feels the boy was only brought into this world to carry the family name and just push business forward for another generation. I suppose that Kiba Wouldn't have enough to keep him tied to our world. But I do miss him. I practically raised the boy myself, due to his parents' absence. To think that I won't be able to pack his lunch and drop him off at school anymore. Why, I've been doing it for over a a decade now.
3: Brittany stares longingly at internal Kiba.
0: It, 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 you, it. you see in, in the pupil of Fang, the Kiba pressed up against the window of the soul. Mr. Fisher jumps in. This is something that sometimes happens. The, the emotional stress of being a star slayer. But normally it happens in the opposite. It's people that refuse to continue fighting and, and saving the day. People that can't handle the pressure of being a hero. This is different.
1: Uh, Mr. Sampson, um... Kiva and I were talking kind of a lot about how we don't have, you know, that great of family lives. You kind of said you thought of him like a son, and like, is there anything you can do to...
0: Well, oh, me, as the boy's father, I mean, that would... That would be overstepping my bounds as as a caretaker, and I... I don't know if it's in my place. I I, I suppose I could call Mr. Jote, but... Uh, I suppose I can't.
3: But Samson, didn't you just say that you're a caretaker too?
2: Mr. Samson, when I plumb Kiva's heart, one of the few spots of brightness is the true care you have shown him in his short 17 years. He must be made to know that he has a reason to stay here, and that he can be more than the legacy of his biological father.
0: You must show him that he has a place. Very well, I know what I must do. And then Samson stands up and walks out of the room.
2: It seems like he knows what he's doing. Is he coming back?
1: Cassandra just pops down on the floor, crisscross, out sauce, fiddles with stuff.
0: <laughs> After a minute or so, Samson returns with a dish in his hands. And he places it onto, I guess there's a coffee table. In front of Fang, he takes the platter lid off to reveal a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mr. Fang, um, just uh, please have a few bites of this sandwich.
2: Very well, it would be my honor. And Fang picks up one of the sandwich halves, perfectly layered with an even amount of peanut butter and raspberry jelly as oh, raspberry. Kiba's favorite okay, yeah, yeah right, a little right. sour you know, to the edges little, all the way to the edges Cress? croissant for sure is Try it creamy and or cut. chunky chunky of course okay creamy is for peasants what kind
1: of bread <laughs> <sighs> wonder oh my god it'd have to be wonder bread
2: oh uh, no, wonder no 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 kiva has got refined taste no that's what no, it's no, so no, it's it's right, no, you're right no you're right you're right wonder bread it takes a bite now do you know what's gonna happen because I know what's gonna happen but you tell me what's gonna happen As he takes... Inside Fang's mind, as he takes a bite, a wash of memories that are not his flows forth. Memories of... Cuts being band-aided up. Peanut butter sandwiches on summer days. And being taken to school, rain or shine, helped with homework. Samson is Kiba's true caretaker. And Fang feels Kiba's understanding that he can help people as himself. Fang looks up and says... Thank you. And that golden fire burns up from his feet to the top of his head, revealing not a muscular tiefling, but 17-year-old Kiba Jolt.
1: Kiba!
2: Yeah, well, if I stayed in there, I wouldn't have been able to see the V Fighters season finale. So, you know, thanks guys.
1: You watched that too?
2: Ah! Brittany sprints forth and
3: tackles Kiba into a huge bear hug. Oh, damn!
0: Oh, Master Jote! And he comes, and and Samson comes and also jumps in. (laughs) Brittany,
2: Samson, Cassandra, and I guess Fang. If you hadn't believed in me, I might have been stuck in there forever. I'm ready to be here in this
0: world as me. Mr. Fisher speaks. Well, you know what they say about Star Slayers.
4: Stick together.
3: Stick together!
0: Wait, why are you here, Mr. Fisher? Why are you in my house?
3: Oh, That's no. That's a long story.
0: Heartfelt reunions, guardians revealed, and yet more danger awaits. Tune in for the exciting finale and watch our heroes have a dance with death. Next time on Day Players. Next time on motherfucking day players. And it is the day of the featherball. And the featherball is taking place. Top floor, of the observation deck. I am here to crown the king and queen of the featherball. Yeah! Your king and queen of the ball are. And then a rumble. The whole <sighs> building shakes. It's a double event. So say where you're at and what's happening. Um,
1: we're in the classroom. So I'm gonna walk up to Kiba. Kiba, you're the student student body president, student council president.
2: Student- well, I'm, I'm, I haven't really figured out if I'm the student president or just the class rep, but probably. Probably. Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're both. Because we're in San Francisco, <laughs> yes. you have everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. What are your what are your, what are your current thoughts on the the school cheer right now? I, when I'm hearing it at my swim meets, it. It's a little awkward, though appropriate. But some of the words are a little little inappropriate.
2: Well, it's, it's very challenging when our, when our school ma- mascot is the Razor Clams. Uh, you're going to have to remind me how that cheer goes. It's, uh, it's escaping my mind right now.
1: Yeah, it's clam jam, clam bake, we're going to leave them in our wake. Which, perfect for swim team. <laughs> perfect for swim team, I get that. Uh, but it doesn't make sense for the other sports. And I just have... I have, a, I have a difficult time wanting to participate and go to other meets just because it's weird to say.
2: I understand. This is part of the legacy left behind from uh, those idiots four years ago who thought it would be clever to put clam jam and clam bake <laughs> into our, our sport chants. I have always been a proponent of Clam Slam, which is much more multi-sport inclusive.
0: Yeah, dude, bro, yo, yo, Kiva, dude, it's your bro, Spunt. Oh, what's up? I'm I'm leaning over to you from the the table behind you like I always do. What's up, Spunt? What do you need? Dude, bro, Bro. dude. Yeah. Cassandra, dude, she has all this interest in you, talking about clams and shit. Dude, get up in there. Come on, man.
2: Spunt, she is right here. That's like super rude, man. No, I'm
0: whispering. She can't hear me. Don't (laughs) worry.
2: (laughs) spunt that's a complicated that's a complicated ask uh
0: complicated bid you've made what do you think of the school chance oh what do i think of the school chance oh man dude i don't know clams and shit i can always count
2: on you for that (laughs) insightful insight how come oh my gosh
1: you probably like the word called the lady clams
2: oh
0: so rough yeah that's right oh yeah you know clam jam (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how can we, how can, yo, how come we, we don't say Jepissy enough? I come that's not in, the, in the, the, the motto? The chant? What are we talking about? <laughs> Dude, let's get out of here.
2: Oh, yeah? You want to skip? You want to go smoke behind the school? Yeah, let's go scoop. All right. We'll see you later, Cassandra. You uh, let me know what you think about Clam Slam, and uh, if you get the, if you can get the swim team on board, then uh, I'll bring that to the council, and uh, we'll get that shit changed, and... Uh, Spunt, let's go talk about getting Jupissy into more of the Chance, because that's fucking funny,
0: dude. <laughs> as, as you walk out, Spunt turns around and he's like, Jupissy! Does anyone say anything back? <laughs> yes, I feel like no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone
3: just sort of looks at him. Everyone's Shut up, spunt. Spunt. <sighs> spunt.
2: And
1: then they walk away, and I'm like, why do I even bother?
0: Yeah, and now your friend is there.
1: And now,
3: yes, me, well, your friend.
1: Why do I even bother? It's uh. never gonna change. Spunt,
3: like, never has any of his own stuff to say, so... Like...
0: Spunt leaves back in the classroom, he's like, are too
1: Go suck an egg, Shut up, Spunt! Spun. Shut up,
0: Spunt! <laughs> never forget! <laughs> Cassandra and Brittany, you two are in the girls' locker room after gym class.
1: Okay. Oh my god, Brittany! I love your scrunchies! Oh,
3: thank you so much! Yeah, they just like they help me keep my hair back and they are so
1: perfect. What do you think scrunchies would look like around these around my big old? I can't say big old buns. (laughs) (laughs) Big old buns. Big old buns. I don't know scrunchies would work with my hair. I have so much that's why I have to put it up in two buns.
3: Oh, I think it would be so cute. Oh man, I dropped all my like papers and stuff. I gotta pick it up now. (laughs) Sorry, too awkward. Yeah, I think they would work really well. You should get some. Maybe I will. Yeah. I got mine
1: at... Limited 2. Limited 2. Nice! I guess there is one just downtown. Yeah. Maybe we should go together. That'd be fun. Oh man, you'd probably have to take me. I do not have a way to get downtown without having my mom drive me.
3: Oh, dang. Yeah. I can drive us. I got my license like two weeks ago.
1: Nice!
0: Oh my god, girls! It's me, Jesse, the underclassman. I'm like one of the freshmen. Have you? Do you two have dates yet for the, the ball?
1: Hey, Jesse. I'm not allowed to bring my date.
0: Oh, yeah?
3: He's older. <laughs> oh, really? I want to actually have a date because I'm going to be taking pictures the whole
1: time, but good luck asking out your crush.
0: Oh, I'll try.
1: <laughs> I bet if you play M.A.S.H., he'll definitely be able to ask you.
0: I don't think my crush has any interest in a freshman like me.
1: Well, who do you like?
0: I like Kiva Jonte, the class president. Oh
3: my gosh, he's so stuck up though.
1: But he's not that bad looking. He's gorgeous.
3: He's fine, but I mean, you know about his parents, right? Well, what about his parents?
0: I just moved here <laughs> They're from They're so Idaho. rich. <laughs> so rich?
1: Yeah you know that the school
0: is named after his family? <gasps> I thought it was just a coincidence. I mean,
1: that's a are you interested in
3: being a trophy wife?
0: Oh my god, yes. <laughs>
3: oh, you are? <laughs> well, see, I'm more like an academic type, so I actually have to get to class, so see you guys later, I guess.
2: This ah! <laughs> <laughs> brutal, brutal locker room banner. Okay.
0: that's great.
3: Would you mind opening the gate for us?
0: Uh, Master Kiba is, I'm afraid, at school, which I'm pretty sure is where all of you should be, um, including you, Mr. Fisher. Hey, Cassandra. Enjoy...
1: Cassandra's conflicted. There are two elder gentlemen here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's, all wonderful. I, that's all I
1: have to say.
0: That's
2: fair.
1: He hasn't met anyone British before. Oh,
0: wait, yeah, Mr. Fisher's here. He has something to add. Uh...
1: Does it have, Perfect. um, there's a big J on it?
0: Yeah. Oh, big J. With stars and hearts and.
1: Butterflies.
0: Butterflies, and ladybugs. What's the.
1: What, something in. Horseshoes and balloons?
0: Yes. Pots of gold of clovers and the
2: red balloon? Yes. <laughs> Deep de Deep
0: suck.
3: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Winning! And then he throws out a bunch of finger things. Damn it, Spunt! It's not the time. Y'all remember that? That was like four or five years ago. Charles Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen, he's not going to be on TV for another decade. Oh, yeah. It's 1990. It's 1990. Oh,
2: shit. Brittany, you must sample this beverage.
3: Oh, thanks, but I might get COVID.
0: That's 30 years from now. SARS. sorry, SARS
1: mono.
0: Mono is the high school illness.
1: Ew, cootie.
0: Sorry, I wanted to do it on the (laughs) camera. You remember you're not supposed to share beverages with with thousands of years old ancient warriors. (laughs) I'm not even sure how the viruses of my world would interact with yours. (laughs) God. You could get
2: pregnant.
1: Yikes. (laughs) Damn, human pregnant with tiefling baby. Alrighty, let's keep the Uh, adventure going.
0: Uh, Actually, I'm pretty sure that tiefling jizz is just regular human jizz. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Once upon a time, in the Gwiyaki headquarters, (laughs) there was a Paxton who showed up to ask for funding.
2: And every day, Paxton would come forth on hands and knees, pleading with the Gwiyaki overlords to let his humble podcast be funded (laughs) by their vast caffeinated empire.
1: But one day... They opened the doors to him.
0: Because of that, Paxton finally was able to to give out his speech, his 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 promise of the the incredible partnership that could be had with his podcast and the Goyaki reserves.
3: Because of that, all of Paxton's close friends were able to create successful, profitable podcast about D.
2: Until finally their years of excessive Guiaki consumption caught up with them and they were they were reduced to rambling over caffeinated messes, unable to record or create content
0: of any kind.
1: And ever since then, Gwaiaki sponsored no more podcasts.
0: <laughs> Great. Tom do you need to take your shoes off or something?
1: Jinko jeans.
0: And no no jinko jeans. Too young. Twelve is too young for Jinko's.
1: They made them all ages. (laughs) What are Jinko jeans?
3: We'll (laughs) We'll look it
0: up when we have time. It's too too much to explain. (laughs) This, this... Uh... Well, I guess I'm... Wait, now I'm talking like you. He's also a hero. (laughs) I I am also a hero. And he falls off (laughs) the mask.
1: Is he he for any weird reason? Is he Mushka?
0: (laughs) He's He's Mushka! Trunk comes out of his face.
1: It's me! It's Mushka! I was always watching over you, (laughs) Keeper! I love you in a sexual way! Oh my god. (laughs) The Trunk's really a dick. Oh
0: no. no. Yeah, that's the joke. Okay. Mushka, smushka. Samson...